Welcome to HODLcast, where we talk crypto for the average Joe. I'm your host, Josh Marriage, and it's my job to dive headfirst into blockchain technologies that are decentralizing the world as we know it. So HODL tight, and let's jump right into the show. In this episode, we're joined by Neil Dundon, the founder and CEO of Crypto Recruit. Neil started his career working for Microsoft in tech support and then later moving into account management positions with Dell Computers. After arriving in Australia from Ireland 13 years ago, he moved into the recruitment sector and three years later set up his own highly successful recruitment agency. Five more years down the track, he set up an education business that grew to 50 plus full-time staff. He is a passionate blockchain investor and has always been interested in setting up new businesses. This led him to coupling his two passions together in the form of CryptoRecruit.com. That's enough from me. Let's jump straight into the show. How are you, mate? Really good, Josh. How you doing? Good. I'm glad to have you on the show for yeah. uh, HODLcast here. Got a glass of wine in hand and um, I'm very relaxed. I've only, got a, I've only got a water I, 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 and, I'm, and I'm Irish as well. Something's wrong here. I've got to go get myself a beer or something. Yeah, There really must be something wrong. You must be too busy, mate. So. <laughs> I am, yeah. Yeah, I'm good, mate. Yourself, you, things going well? Yeah, things yeah. are going well over here. So if, um, obviously, we've got, a, we've got a dilemma on our hands here. We've got an Irishman who doesn't have a drink in his hand on a Tuesday night. So... <laughs> Here's, here's hoping for Wednesday. Yeah, so, um, well, that's it. Saving for Wednesday, yeah. So to kick things off, yeah. um, Neil, why don't we uh, get you to share a bit about yourself and how you ended up in this crazy world of crypto? Yeah, okay. So, uh, well, how far back do you want me to go? Obviously, I'm Irish. Uh, came out here to Australia, land of opportunity, 14 years ago. Uh, came out on a holiday visa and never, never turned back. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it was the usual, you know, the weather just couldn't, couldn't turn around. And then I had a, a brother out here as well. So and then I, I ended up getting into the world of recruitment uh, almost by accident. I think a lot of people come into recruitment by accident. And I worked for a, a good business here. And then after a few years, I went off and I did my own thing. Uh, so I had this other recruitment firm for the last 10 years or so. And then... Um, uh, which brings me up to a couple of years ago when I started to invest in cryptocurrency. Had a, a friend of mine came along and uh, told me about this coin called Dash. And I think at the time it was like six, maybe five or six dollars. And I was in business with a with a colleague of mine, and we kind of just given ourselves a bit of a dividend, and we figured, you know, what's let's let's have a little bit of a play on this one, and uh, and we did. We got in at eight dollars. Uh, uh, at the time, this is a couple of years ago now, and, uh, and then we, 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 we held it for a while and didn't do a whole lot. But then I think it was around December 2017, it just shut up. And we, me and my business partner just looked at each other and go, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> we, we didn't give it a whole lot of attention at the time. Um, but we kept an eye on it, as you would. And then we just saw that happen. And that, then we started to think, Why, well, this is, this is serious business. Um, and I think like most people who get into crypto, they kind of buy first. It's what happened to me anyway. You buy first, then you see stuff starting to happen and 
you see that it's actually making you some money and then you kind of look into it and you go, well, what's going on behind the scenes here? Why, why are people buying this? Why is the price rising? And then you try to get into it and try to understand it. And, and, um, and that's what, what, you know, led me into investing in crypto. And then uh, I was running my other business at the time, which we ended up winding down, unfortunately, due to regula- regulatory fields, uh, kind of uh, kind of damaged the whole industry that we were involved in, unfortunately. So we weren't able to operate in that. And I was going to take a break for a while, but then I figured, given I had a, a recruitment background, I'd probably put my two passions together, which is kind of trading cryptos and recruiting, dealing with people, putting people into into jobs. And it was about kind of September last year when I put the crypto recruit together. And since then, um, I've, I've never been so busy. It's just insane. So that kind of brings me up to where we are now. Uh, Mate, so what a story. Yeah. I, I think it's, um, it sounds like a small element of the luck of the Irish, as they say. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. Um, yeah, absolutely. There's always a bit of luck. But sometimes you just got to, when you believe in something, especially like, forgetting about crypto prices. I mean, they go up and down. We all know that. There's a lot of volatility there. But blockchain, the underlying technology, what, like I said, when I went back to kind of study, what does it do? And where is it, you know, why is it so powerful? Why is it taking off so quick? I looked at blockchain tech, got a basic understanding. I'm not a, I'm not a tech guy myself, but it's easy to understand the concept of it. And when you believe in the concept of it, I, I figured at that time, I went, well, you know what? I'm at a kind of juncture here, uh, career-wise. Um, this is a good opportunity to get into recruiting in the space. So I just went for it because I knew that blockchain is going to be around. You know, the tech is going to be around. Whatever about crypto, which will be around as well, but that can change. Uh, <laughs> we don't know what's going on there. Let's look at today. <laughs> yeah, uh, there is loads of uncertainty, of course. And yeah. um I, I guess all luck aside, it sounds like as a guy who's very willing to grasp onto an opportunity, uh, mm. you found yourself in Sydney's iconic Bondi Beach. Now, <laughs> as an Irishman, that's got to be a bit of a uh, opportunistic uh, <laughs> feat as well. Um, one, yeah. how, how are you finding the sunlight? And uh, two, yeah. how's, how's the lifestyle and how does that fit into uh, your work yeah. with Crypto Recruit? That's a good question, actually, um, because I always lived close to the city. Uh, in, a, in, in Paddington until about a year and a half ago. Uh, for 13 years, I lived out there and I just decided to give Bondi a go. So I uh, stocked up on the sunscreen. I've, I've gone through a few tubs of sunscreen. I, I am your typical pasty white Irish guy. So uh, the problem is I was born into the wrong body. I, I love the sun, but it doesn't love me back. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I've enjoyed the summer out here, but I haven't got to enjoy it as much as I'd like to because I've been so busy. Um, and, and the way I've set this business up is that everybody is part of the team here. It works remotely. So um, I kind of looked into the model of it and figured, you know, one of the things that people want to do, especially in this crypto world, is to work remotely. People want to be their own boss. Um, and what we've done with Crypto Recruit is almost build an internal community of crypto recruiters here who work together under the brand and can leverage the brand of Crypto Recruit um, and operate independently uh, under this brand, but also more, I mean, more importantly as a team as well, because we, 
we very much we collaborate very much in the in the sense that we share our clients and our candidates. So we try to maximize, you know, making placements for our clients by working together. So that's kind of worked quite well moving out here to Bondi from from that aspect. Uh, another interesting thing, actually, is I, I had done a search on Indeed, and two of the top five search terms at the time were a blockchain was one of them, and then was remote work was the other one. So there wow. are the two aspects I've kind of built in into this. So, um, and you don't need to be a blockchain expert to be a recruiter in blockchain, although it helps. You, know? uh, <laughs> you, you don't need to be a techie, but if you know how to network, you're a natural networker and maybe can chat to people, uh, hold a conversation with a senior level decision maker, you can be a recruiter. It's, uh, it, it's not a tech, technical role, albeit we are recruiting. You know, that's technical people. Yeah, that's something pretty commonplace mm. that I think a lot of tech companies uh, face mm. as a challenge is mm. getting the right people that are fit to do the job. And you know, if mm. they're confined by the space that they're operating in terms of the location, that might limit the <clears throat> type of people or the creative types that they may be able to uh, engage with. So yeah. I think that that's a really good way to lead into asking about remote working. You know, mm. we're mm. distributed ledgers, distributed workforces. Yeah. So per- perhaps uh, you could maybe share a few thoughts on how uh, the blockchain space is leveraging remote work and, and where you're seeing uh, most people uh, being located who are yeah. um, moving into the crypto space. Yeah, the, yeah interesting. Um, I think a lot of people make this assumption that they have to be in an office in the business, the traditional way that it's always worked throughout history. That's definitely not true in the, in the blockchain space. Um, most of these companies live and breathe, you know, what they, what they preach, which is decentralization. You can bring decentralization into workforces, you know, uh, uh, in the, in the as- from the aspect of geography. You know, people can be placed anywhere in the world and pretty much do the job. Obviously, there is a, a ranking of preference uh, how companies, you know, would like their staff. Ideally, if they were in the office, that's probably the number one uh, preference. But they're not generally against having people in different countries as long as it's within a reasonable time zone. So I'd always say to people who are looking to work in this space is, you can look at it now from a different perspective that these clients are open to taking people from, from different time zones, even different languages. You know, they, if they can code, if they're a blockchain engineer, as long as they know how to, to code, a, a client will consider them. Um, so, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting point to, to note that uh, very, very, the, the workforces are very decentralized. Well, I guess looking into the people that are taking advantage of this new revolution, um, I I see that you mentioned Crypto Recruit have a unique approach to finding the right placements for for different roles. Mm. And I noticed there was mention of uh, conducting competitor analysis and industry research um, prior to approaching the, the people who may be the right fit for certain positions that are open. Um, I guess mm. there's clear definitions and clear differences in the crypto space with the more obvious things like being able to work remotely um, and, and obviously working on new technologies that are yeah. completely uh, new inventions in many cases. But uh, 
what what else would make you different in your approach from other recruiters and and in terms of crypto recruit how do you see guys moving forward and and really mm. soaking mm. up the space and embedding yeah. themselves in the blockchain well i mean uh a few there's a, f- a few points there but i mean the first thing was we would have that first kind of mover advantage um all of our staff members come from trading at a minimum trading cryptocurrencies um most of them will have a lot more deeper understanding of cryptos and blockchain in general so we're not just trying to you know our staff members aren't trying to wing it they genuinely do understand how blockchains work and and how you know how it can make a difference to everyone's life so we're practicing what we preach over here you know i've taken a big leap of faith as a founder here to move my whole career into the space uh so effectively starting from scratch again to try and build out new networks and it's the same with any team member that comes on board here so we really do um live and breathe what we what what we are recruiting for uh some of our re- recruiters are invested in a lot of the projects that they recruit for so they have a vested interest in making them successful as well um you know the other thing is our global reach given that these uh you know that these projects are based globally we we work in most of our clients are actually offshore from australia uh although we do have a few here as well um so we have that reach we've got uh team members in london we are looking for people in the east and west coast of the us and we've got a whole bunch of us here in australia so we look after these whole uh, these time zones uh, across the world so um you know to to answer your question it's uh it's it really is coming from the actual subject matter field all of the recruiters here are coming from the fields so we have that kind of deep understanding of the people that we're recruiting and therefore we can have if it's a senior exec as an example for a new project we really are able to hold ourselves on a conversation with these guys and talk about competitors in the industry you know when we represent our clients why are these guys different um the same way that somebody on a youtube channel analyzes uh, a crypto project we're able to go into depth and sell that project to our candidates and give them a thorough understanding because we've been through we've been through this before when we've invested so that's um one of the ways that we can we dif- differentiate ourselves i think that's uh really setting you guys apart from mm. traditional mm. recruiters I, mm. i know that many companies in the traditional mm. uh industries mm. can sometimes veer away from uh recruitment agencies purely on the basis that it it mm. can tend mm. to be a numbers game but i think in these early days it's really interesting that you say that uh recruiters mm. as well as yeah. staff going into projects have vested interests and the fact that if you're invested in a project and you really want to see it succeed the uh yep. the effort and the amount of creativity going into your work could most definitely be you know absolutely huge improvement on 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 yeah. streets so i think like, um sorry yeah no. just on on that on that note yeah, you'll find that a lot of the way the way traditional agencies work is they'll put they're very quite reactive in a lot of cases whereby they'll put ads up on the major job boards like you're in Australia it will be seek or you know in the US it'll be monster or indeed or something along those lines and they will hope that their candidates will come through in advertising what makes us different is we're super proactive as 
as agents, we go and find the people because it's such a niche market at the moment, albeit expanding at a massive rate. Um, we have to go take a spec from a client and we've really got to find a unique uh, skill set for that client. So uh, we're proactive as opposed to, to kind of reactive in that sense. And that's uh, another way that kind of different, differentiates ourselves from traditional agencies. So as you guys are actually digging through some of the people out there that may be suitable for these roles, um, what types of professions are you finding are applicable to blockchain and cryptocurrency employment opportunities? Yeah, good question. Um, I mean, it's all pretty new. So no matter what profession you come from in the traditional world, you're always going to be learning. I mean, and I think that's what attracts people to the industry. Uh, the blockchain industry is that they are being mentally challenged. They're constantly learning. I think, you know, the internet back in the early 90s, people didn't know what the hell it was. And then, uh, <laughs> then it took over and they're just absolutely uh, taken aback by the whole thing. And this is what's happening in blockchain at the moment. So people want to move in because they just get a feeling. It's just a feeling people are getting that this has taken over. Um, so types of kind of roles uh, and industry sectors that people come from. Well, fintech is obviously a big area where people will come from because crypto and blockchain is very uh, fintech oriented. Um, in terms of the jobs, I mean, we're talking kind of developer roles mainly. Most of these projects are, are just looking for developers to help build out their projects. So you'll find that they've run their ICOs, they've raised their money, they take a deep breath and they're kind of now what, what do we do from here we've got to build these projects out we've got to deliver for all our token holders um, and 80 percent of that 70 to 80 percent is probably in the development area so i think kind of anyone who comes from a traditional uh, back-end front-end development full-stack developers can transition uh, quite easily over over to blockchain but with a bit of a learning curve because often they'll want them to learn, you know, languages, specific languages um, uh, in, their, in their blockchain. So either they're going to come over and build a new blockchain or they're going to build on an existing blockchain, notably uh, Ethereum. So they might want a developer to learn Solidity, which is a Ethereum-based coding language, um, which is not that difficult. Uh, and a, any good quality developer out there will be able to learn that pretty quickly. So, so developers is probably the main area, but then you've got other areas such as sales and marketing, um, uh, the exec level roles, operations type roles. So I wouldn't like to say any specific sector because it is pretty open. You know, blockchain <laughs> needs people from, from, every, from every area. And most blockchain companies, if they're smart, We'll try to get good quality talent and train them on the job because there's a huge supply shortage of, of, of decent candidates out there. It sounds like a huge opportunity for the right people. And uh, yeah. I guess with any new industry, there's the teething stages where it starts to find its groove and a lot of the people that get involved really drive it with their passion and enthusiasm. Absolutely. Um, in terms of uh, how crypto and blockchain might be having an effect on work as a whole have you seen any interesting uh trends or anything developing in these early stages so you mean crypto and blockchain how is it affecting the traditional 
Yeah, industries. most definitely. Um, yeah. If if there's any sort of shifts that you're seeing mm, within the market absolutely. that maybe yeah. you didn't expect, or perhaps you did. Well, I you know I've, I believed that this was going to be a paradigm shift in how things were done anyway. So I knew uh, that most businesses had to start considering blockchain as a solution uh, going forward for their business. So what I am hearing kind of on the streets is that a lot of these big brands out there, they're, they're hearing blockchain. It's uh, just becoming ubiquitous now. Everyone's hearing about <laughs> it. Uh, you get the, the exec levels at these larger Fortune 500 companies uh, are starting to build out their blockchain capabilities at the moment, even if they're not going to use it right now. They don't want to be left behind. They don't want to do what happened with the internet in the early 90s where too many people left it too late. So you're hearing that these businesses are at a minimum building out the capability. So uh, uh, some of the big businesses like IBM out there have been doing it for quite a while and they're quite forward thinking. Um, but I think what I'm hearing is that other businesses now are beginning to to build that out. So it's still at early stages, still very early stages, but um, a lot of them uh, are, are beginning to, to build it out. So that would be the main shift I, I'm seeing. Um, you know, uh, I do foresee potentially in the future is a lot of these big businesses might kind of take over some of these ICOs. Uh, and incorporate them into their traditional businesses. It, that could be a fair bit down the line. We don't know what's going to happen there, uh, but uh, that that could be something that you know a lot of these businesses are thinking of doing as well. So it's it's, it's interesting. It's early stage. Uh, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I don't think anyone does. Well, there's definitely yeah. that recurring theme of how mm. early mm. we really are, and in terms mm. of how organisations are operating and how staff are coming on board to contribute to these projects, there's obviously yeah. a level of risk and a level of uh, a slight gamble, let's say. Yeah. We, we, do, we do feel passionately, I know you and myself mm. feel that uh, blockchain is definitely here to stay. Mm. But perhaps share a few thoughts on uh, the, the levels of passion that uh, new employees are showing in the space. Are there any out there accepting uh, exclusively tokens or different crypto coins as their income and how, yeah, how are you yeah. finding the levels of enthusiasm from the applicants that you're dealing with uh yeah well that's that's it's through the roof um you know uh anyone who gets into blockchain gets the bug uh, uh i did a couple of polls actually through crypto recruit um i should do another another one but we did it a while back it was about three months and the question was simply if you could have your traditional job in the blockchain world would you would you would you uh would you do it and it was an overwhelming 95 percent yes uh, <laughs> obviously the audience we had were blockchain people so it's kind of like when people take that first step into maybe purchasing a little bit of uh, crypto they immediately start to understand it then after that and want to work in the industry and they want to help it grow so it's a movement that's happening right now so the passion is through the roof um if you were to look at my uh, LinkedIn inbox is just like hundreds of messages. Of, oh, I want to work in blockchain. Um, the issue is for us as recruiters that we have to be selective. So we so we, we will often come at the bad guy. <laughs> People don't love to hate us and they hate to love us. So uh, it's part of being a, a recruiter is you can't please everyone. So for any of those you people listening, I will apologize in advance if I can't place you all. Uh, there is a reason that, that clients engage us and that is to kind of get through uh, and filter through 
those. It doesn't mean that they're, that certain candidates aren't right for certain companies. It's just a case of finding the right match, you know. So my suggestion is uh, for those looking to work in the industry um, is keep the the passion and enthusiasm up because something will come will come along, and um, uh, and I'm finding that people are super passionate. So if they stick with it, they will they will get their jobs in the space, you know. Well, as you mentioned earlier, there may be listeners out there that are interested in uh, mm. getting in touch to get a, a role in the crypto space. In mm. terms of uh, things like inequality with gender gaps and, and other yeah. issues that face um, most tech-related jobs, how yep. have you found that in crypto? Have you had many uh, female applicants and how's the outlook um, looking on that one? Yeah, I think it's improving. I mean, there's no question it's quite male-dominated. Um, we've just done a partnership with um, a lady called Miss Blockchain where we feed our jobs there because we're quite conscious of trying to help even at the numbers. Um, there's, I think I looked at some stats recently, there's about 8 to 10% of people working in blockchain are women. So it is massively skewed and it needs to be fixed for sure. And... You know, um, I, you know, there's no reason, no actual obvious reason why women um, won't do very well in blockchain. Maybe it lies just with interests. Uh, it's, it's, it's hard to know. I haven't done any research into it thoroughly, but uh, any listeners out there have any? I'd love to hear about it. Um, so we're, you know, we, we, I think a lot of these blockchain projects will be happy to have more women. So if there are women listeners, do get in touch um, uh, because there's, there's, there's plenty of opportunity out there. Um, so, yeah, that's an interesting point you bring up. Well, you may be you know? surprised mm. to hear that um, mm. Hodlcast even has a few female listeners. And yeah, great. To really, to really <laughs> sort of... Yep. The, some of the most passionate and involved community members who mm. are going out and doing... Polls on the yeah. daily, huge amounts of research yeah. and, and really spreading the good word of blockchain. Yeah. Well, we have two girls on our team here and they're, they're killing it. Uh, Zoe's in London. Uh, she's just done a huge deal in, in London. Um, Kelena here, in, um, she's in Melbourne. and She is about to do a couple of big deals. She's relatively new with us, but um, you know, doing great. So like, absolutely... Well, we need more women here at Crypto Recruit as well, by the way, and guys. But, you know, uh, <laughs> bring it on. We're, we're, we're constantly hiring ourselves, by the way. Uh, so we, we'd love to hear from any of your listeners who, 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 are, who are keen to, to talk and, and come on board as a recruiter. Yeah. Mm. Well, as we're out uh, rounding up the troops to jump into these new jobs of a new era of an economic climate, perhaps we've never yeah. seen before, uh, that leads down down the question of how do salaries compare in blockchain jobs and, uh, and, and what sort of, uh, you know, opportunities are out there for people that may be willing to take the yeah. jump, but they have their Yeah, so they will be higher um, in general, definitely a bit higher because uh, the skill sets, especially with people with some knowledge in the industry, uh, are much more in demand. So it's normal capitalism at work. Um, clients realize that they need to pay a little bit more on the salaries to, to get good people on board. Uh, having said that, um, it is difficult. There's, it's so new that there's haven't been any thorough, exhaustive kind of uh, 
research done on the topic of salaries in the space. But I could just tell you anecdotally from my experience that they'll be paying developers probably 20% more. Um, in fact, that will be across the board in any position. If they bring a lot of experience, they could possibly be getting 30, 40, 50% more. Um, and I've seen some of the Solidity developers and the Solidity coders getting oh, just crazy day rates. It's, 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 it's crazy. Uh, um, but that's because there's so much demand and so little supply. It's, it's basic uh, market economics. Um, if there's not enough developers with the skills, they're just going to have to pay more to capture the good ones. So uh, I always say to the, the projects out there, it's important to try and capture that talent early because the supply is drying up there's a there is a lot of education out there happening there's a lot of developers who are trying to skill themselves up but um, having that commercial knowledge is is key uh, and that supply is short so that just drives the prices up so it's good news for people looking to come into the industry yeah <laughs> yeah i think uh, it's an amazing opportunity for talent out there who are willing to really knuckle down and specialize in, in an upcoming mm. field. In, in terms of people that may not have that experience, so I've had a look at some of the qualifications that can be done out there, mm. say in Australia, yeah. we're, we're pretty short on that in terms of university. Yeah. There's, a few, there's a few courses going. There's, there's a short course from RMIT down yeah. in Melbourne, um, blockchain strategy. But uh, what, what advice would you give to anyone listening who is considering a career in crypto yep. and feels that there may be a slight skills gap in, in where they currently stand. Yeah, the skills gap is always tough to, you know, to bridge immediately. So, uh, you know, knowledge is power. So, you know, like you say, get yourself educated uh, where you can, but try to get a reputable educator. It's hard to, I won't name any particular ones, but there are a few out there. Uh, who are doing some good courses on it um, and they need to skill themselves up in that. I mean, the second thing is just tenacity and sticking with it. You know, if you really want to work in blockchain, you've, you've just got to be relentless um, yeah, and keep applying, keep improving your resume, you know, stay personable, get in touch with the, either us or the projects directly and, and sell yourself, you know. Um, client, these, these projects just want people who believe in what they're doing. If they can sense that from you, um, they're going to they're gonna talk to you. They're going to hire you. You know, it's like anything. You've just got to get in the door and get an interview and then sell yourself. Um, but you're right. I mean, needs to, you need to bridge the gap, the technical gap, if you're a developer and, and get yourself an understanding of what blockchain is. So that, that's the best advice. Get, you know, get educated, stay personable and, and get yourself out there and start networking. It's just like, I don't think anything has changed from the traditional way of finding a job. People just need to get themselves out there. We really are in exciting mm. times, Neil. And I think uh, now that we're well and truly dangling the proverbial carrot mm. in front of the mm. listeners, I think it's the perfect time to sure. wrap things yeah. up and perhaps give uh, the audience an idea of where they can go to see your work and perhaps get in touch and even better apply for a job. In yeah, blockchain. absolutely. So we've got all the usual social media channels, Facebook, uh, just type in crypto recruit. That'll come up uh, Twitter at crypto recruit. Um, best way. Um, if, if you're interested in working is jump on our website, just go to the search job section, 
um, and have a look at the jobs that we have there. They can send me an email directly, neil at crypto recruit, N-E-I-L at crypto recruit.com. Um, especially if you're looking to potentially become a recruiter. So we are in a, a hiring, um, we're, we're probably looking for three or four more immediately. Uh, we have a very unique business model as well, which effectively has people running their own business with us. Um, so happy to chat to anyone if they're, if they're interested in, and doing that too. So they'd be the main channels. Uh, so I look forward to hearing from anyone through there. Hmm. Right, it's yep. been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Still early days for Hodlecast, of course, but yeah. uh, we've got plenty more to come yeah. and perhaps we'll, uh, we'll keep in touch. And if we uh, find any uh, amazing talent out there, we'll be sure to Cheers. funnel them through to. Sounds good, recruit. mate. Yeah. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate well, it. Thanks for, thanks for coming on the show. And we'll, yeah. we'll talk to you again soon. Cheers. Thanks. If you're into crypto, it's very likely that you're bombarded with legal disclaimers left, right, and center. So here's another one. The information in this podcast and the links provided in the show notes are for general information purposes only and should not be taken as constituting professional advice. I'm not a financial advisor. You should consider seeking independent legal, financial, taxation, and other advice to check how this information relates to your unique circumstances.